All right, so in chapter two of Point Man by Steve Farrar, he talks about saving the boys. And this chapter is, you know, letting us know that the next generation of boys are aspiring fathers and husbands. So in order for us to have the mindset of saving them, we have to have the mindset of spending quality time with them as fathers, as men of God, in order for them to get the right instructions for future um, aspirations of being fathers and good husbands. So this chapter talks about how uh, we have an epidemic going on right now where fathers are not even present physically in the household. Not even talking about the emotional and, you know, psychological and social part of it. A lot of men, especially in black America, are not even present in their lives of their children today. Which is sad, but it's the truth. We have to do a better job as men. Trying to or doing better as, you know, being present in our in our children's lives. So one of the things the uh, cha- chapter kind of hands, hands on is um, we have to stop, stop this cycle of generational thinking that because I didn't have a father growing up, then there's not going to, I don't know how to, I don't know how to teach my, my son how to be a father or be a, a good man. You know, that's we need to get that out of our minds. And we need to also get out of our minds of, and I might be going ahead of myself because the next chapter deals with this, we need to also get out of our minds of uh, laying down with multiple women. And so this chapter sp- speaks about the eternal plan for saving boys. Um, children learn from their parents examples how to raise the next generation. And fathers are supposed to equip boys to become effective family shepherds. And the task of a father is not necessarily to just raise them, but to help them be equipped to to raise other children, to raise their children. And once they become husbands, they can they can have their own children and raise that raise their children. So that is why we have this situation of. Uh, millions of children not knowing or will never know what it means to have a father because they don't even know who has a father. They don't know what it is to have a father. They don't even know what a father is because they don't have it in their own lives. So men, we have to do better with what we're doing today because obviously um, the way that we're passing the torch today is it's terrible. We're doing a terrible job of being in our children's lives physically because we're not even, you know, there. And um, if you do, if you are in a situation where you're in split custody with a, with the mother, then you do need to take full advantage of those opportunities where you have uh, an opportunity to spend time with your kids. It's very important because... Your kids are going to remember um, every little uh, eventful time they have with you growing up. They will remember all of the times that you take them 
out to the movies or take them to Six Flags or take them on road trips. They will remember every one of those situations. And I promise you, they will, <laughs> those are the quality times that you do not want to miss. And so uh, the chapter just goes on talking about how we used to live in an industrial revolution time. And prior to that time, four out of five men, four out of every five men were farmers, meaning that they they learned how to live on the land, they grew their own crops, they uh, ate from their own, their own uh, crops, they uh, had their own animals, so there was no really no need to really leave the home back then. They didn't have to go to a grocery store unless there was like something uncommon where they, you know, didn't have around the house. But for the most part, men, uh, women, they were stay-at-home moms and and, and fathers, and they were uh, raising their, their kids at home. Up until age five or seven in the Jewish custom was the, the boy was actually, according to this uh, chapter and according to historical data, you'll find that boys, they they were raised by their, their moms until age five or seven. When they, when they reached those ages of five and seven, that's when they went under the tutelage of their father. The father would actually teach them and train them their, their craft and what they did in life. They would teach them um, the ways of whatever they did. Maybe they were a blacksmith, a silversmith, uh, a merchant, uh, or they were a farmer, whatever the case might be. They taught them everything they knew, and they had a great influence on their kids because their kids were with them as they went to work each and every day. They taught them how to um, be obedient. They taught them the behaviors that they should have, how to be respectful, um, and we've gotten out of that. You know, we've even gotten out of the the mindset of teaching our kids how to say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Um, so we have to do better with just teaching our kids the the more the morale of you know being a respectful young child. You know, before you let alone they become an adult and they just be able to just do whatever they want to do. So this this chapter is about saving our next generation of kids so that they have a a great example to live by. But it all starts with you, man. It all starts with you as a man of God to be able to be the uh, authority figure in the house. And like I said, you might not be in a situation where you're able to spend a lot of time with your kids, but the times that you do, you should definitely spend quality time with them. Then the chapter goes on and it talks about, um, you know, not only being physically present, but being emotionally present. And this is a big thing because we, as men, we have a tendency to put more emphasis on our career and on the things that we love to do, especially um, like things like football. If the football game is on, I don't want to hear nobody doing anything else. I don't want nothing tuning out what I got going on. Uh, and that's how a lot of men are today. They they have this thought process. I've worked hard and now I get to relax and sit on the couch and watch TV. 
and so your kids are coming in and out and they're asking you questions and you're like yeah baby yeah go ahead do that <laughs> you kind of dismissing them and you don't even really sit down and actually look at them face to face have eye contact have having an intelligent conversation with them and it's not uh really good because they're actually trying to get your opinion on something and you haven't given any thorough thought on how you're going to respond to them. So we have to do better with being emotionally there because less time with our children means less, we have less distance. I mean, if, if it's more distance from our children, then that means we have less influence. Less time with our kids, less influence. We need to have more of a thought process of wanting to have an impact on our lives while they're young. Because when they get old, they're going to just do whatever they want to do. But if you train a child up right, just like the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he gets old, he would not depart from it. So everything that they're learning, they're learning it from a young age because of the father figure that taught them. But if they don't have a father figure to teach them anything, they're just doing whatever they want to do. And that's why we have a lot of rebellion going on nowadays because uh, there's no direction. There's no guidance. So this chapter talks about saving the boys. Uh, Once again, the book is called Point Man. And um, it's by Steve Farrar. Make sure that you share this podcast, share the book name with people so that they can go out and read this book in its entirety. It's a great book for every man to read, no matter where you are in your life. And so the rest of this book is talking about how a man can be a role model for his family. And so that's what we'll be talking about in future episodes. God bless.